one and we're live welcome back everybody this is a part in my jerk podcast it's me kyle i'm here with roby and dunk at the chateau du hamlet uh we got a whole bunch of stuff on the table we're going to talk about today so uh what's going on guys what's up what's happening dunk you I, missed I, your i was like thinking of it but i couldn't get over what i was supposed to say <laughs> you missed you missed the setup once again dude we, we gotta get this right for you I need to practice. This is the hardest part of the entire podcast is the intro. I feel too much pressure. You're not the host. Yeah. It's incredibly nerve-wracking. I'm, I'm still kind of finding my rhythm on how I want to introduce this podcast. And I, I, I know I have better. I just haven't found it yet. Dude, the worst part of the podcast for me is just saying, what's up? It's like it's like butterflies, you know? I get got to get the nerves out. It's scary. I'm right. so scared. I'm so nervous. Don't be afraid to go off script, boys. <laughs> it's like jazz. It's like jazz. We're just going to find the rhythm. Who- who I'm not, a, I'm not an on the spot the script out. <laughs> You're not getting those? No, I haven't gotten you emailing it to the right email. That that explains a lot about your uh, your analysis. So I'll make sure make we'll check your email later. <laughs> Could just be I'm just a bad analyst. That's really what it is. <laughs> just bad at this. Ruby's here. For, Ruby's just here for the badass backgrounds. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that is. I'm true. just here. I'm just here for the Mortal Kombat chat. That's a uh, listen. That's a little bit of YouTube exclusive content for you guys out there that are uh, miss, currently missing Roby's background. His background yeah. game is strong. Get over here. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, we are 30 days away from real in-person CrossFit competition and our first sort of new content to discuss in since 2019, kind of, really, 2018. But who's counting, right? Right, yeah, I mean, yeah, so, stoked, man. I mean, hopefully, I mean, hopefully, I know Castro kind of said fans are going to be there, and yes. hopefully, sticks to his guns and there's fans there because yes. the 2020 games were definitely missing that part of the games. We're missing the fan engagement, missing that crowd aspect. So, Dude, even games aside, the way this season is set up now. Especially with like with the the where there's they're organizing semifinals, like I'm part of me is almost more excited for semis because we're gonna get that regionals type of atmosphere again where people are like absolutely killing themselves for points because it's like if you don't get in you're you're done. Mm. Yeah, what I mean, like if you don't get in, you're done. But like if you get enough points, you might get the last chance qualifier. Right. So you yeah. still have something to go for. Right. So I that the level of competition we're going to see there, it, I'm so excited for. Plus, they made the change that the programming is going to vary from competition to competition. Dude, I'm I'm so excited. I'm excited too, man. I'm I'm ready for the fans to be back too. Just yeah. the UFC fight night this past weekend made me <laughs> realize how much I actually miss fans. <laughs> yeah. You see uh what's his name? Break his leg. Dude. Oh my god, that was bad. Like his toe, like wrapped around the other guy's shin. Oh my god, it's terrible. Ugh. Yeah, I saw a clip of that, and I just Ugh. went right past it. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, so, uh, for any of you guys out there listening, our next Run It Back podcast um, is going to be on the 2015 game. So, if any of you guys are listening and you want to be re- ready and prepared for the next Run It Back podcast. Uh, you can start prepping now, but uh, my wife and I are sitting in bed last night 
and uh, we're watching 2015 games events. And I'm like, Brit, do you realize we haven't had this since 2018? Like when Brit and I got back from our honeymoon. <laughs> like a real games environment, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2015 games are awesome, man. Like they, there's just something special about those games. I think that once we go back or we all rewatch them and kind of relive that, I mean, we're just going to kind of relive the glory days of CrossFit competitions. Like, they were the best. I think that's when CrossFit really kind of took off in, like, the public eyes, 2015. Yeah. So. Well, you guys are entitled to your opinion. You know how you <laughs> feel about it. You're not as high on it as we are. I don't think there were – I don't think they were as great as you guys do, although they were good games. I'm not going to say they were a bad games. I think just a lot of the shine has gotten rubbed off for me because I've just experienced those games so many times. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I've watched the doc so many times. Like I watched those games events. I've probably watched them three or four times now. I mean, I did watch them live, you know, so <clears throat> I'm just ready to talk about different games, but I will show up to that, uh, to that podcast, ready to put out some choice Quick. content for the fans with a, with a positive attitude. <laughs> So, uh, in other news, uh, we just wrapped up team quarterfinals. So, uh, any observations on that one for you guys? I've got two observations. Please. I wish they kept the super teams. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping you were going to say that. Mayhem Freedom is just going to walk away with the whole thing. <laughs> oh, my <Yeah>. God. <laughs> uh, number two take. I really uh, – Oh, Love the creativity with the quarterfinal workouts and the, the change up from the individuals, you know? Didn't. Some sarcasm. Picking up a hint of sarcasm. I was going to say. Yeah, a little bit of sarcasm. That Some was glaring I sarcasm. Well, they, uh, they could have changed those up just a little I, bit more. I was a little peeved at that. I was like, cool. We're going to watch the same thing, but yeah, just I mean, relay style. They didn't change it up at all. Like, so it's, I was like, okay, well, here we go. So. so, devil's advocate on that. If it's an appropriate test for the individuals, and we want to make sure we're testing, like, we want to make sure we're getting the real deal athletes on the team side of things, too, right? Especially since we're not doing the super team thing anymore. So, let's make sure we filter out the scrubs, right? Well, maybe it's, it is an appropriate test. It's not entertaining. Mm-hmm. It's not fun. But it is probably a more, it could be a more valid version of the test. We're gonna. We are going to test you as individuals. Basically, is what that's they did. Not, but that's not what they do with the games. It's a team. No, it's but team. it is yeah. what they do in the open. Yeah, I mean, they, you don't do team workouts in the open. But this wasn't the open. This is the quarterfinals. Yeah, this so is the quarterfinals. The, you just made them redo open workouts. Right. Just relay style. It was kind of like a. It was kind of like a mix between the two. I, I did, it was boring, but I didn't mind it. I thought it was a good test. I just don't like the. Let's just scrap the team portion and we're just going to do like i said relay style work it's nice because you can mm-hmm. find out like you can't really hide any of your teammates in that regard mm-hmm. that's a fine thing but i don't know i'm not so they did at Wadapalooza two years ago it was just like all right four individuals competing no you're yeah. thinking um no you're thinking dubai they did that at dubai oh yeah, yeah, you're, right, mm-hmm. you're right you're right and everybody was all pissed about it but it's yeah. like but it's like you said like you're pissed because you couldn't hide Right. Because if you, you know, you're if you're on Team Invictus and you have Sam Dancer and there's running, you're like, shit, Sam Dancer has to do this whole workout the same way as everyone else does, you know? Mm-hmm. 
That's true. Or, I mean, uh, speaking of Wadapalooza, there was that issue with Kristen Miller for Independence where she couldn't climb the rope. Wadapalooza a couple years ago. Well, where it was just like, well, there's nowhere to hide. Like, yeah, you this team member has to do four rope climbs. She can't do them. Yeah. So, yeah, it was. Um, but that is going, a good point. Yeah. Going back, I, I had this written down as a podcast topic, actually, and we just haven't gotten into it yet. But the whole into, uh, super team versus affiliate cup thing and uh, the quarterfinals do appear to be some, some, a little bit of validation that it's like, ah, super teams were kind of better. It's, all, it's just a problem because, like, Mayhem still has a super team. Froning just mm-hmm. has a compound that he can move everybody onto and they could train yeah. them for the year. Right. It's like, like it's they are still a super team. Not now, just everybody mm-hmm. else isn't. Yeah. They, so. they live at 123B. Froning way. Yeah. I mean, well, you know what? It would be nice if, like, I'm just kind of thinking about what's the better way to do this, right? Because this whole thing, like, they Rosa and Castro keep talking about how, like, when we were doing the super team thing, affiliates were getting a little bit like kind of downtrodden and didn't want to get involved with it because they're like, well, I'm not going to compete at that level anyway, which I think is kind of bullshit. But because it's like, if you're looking at it like that, you I'm got news for you, you weren't going to make it regardless. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and like, I hope, like, I, the, I think the way to fix it is to compensate and incentivize the team portion of the games the same way we do the individuals essentially because it's kind of like what we were talking about in the last podcast where it's like then we can professionalize this sport right mm-hmm. Froning dominates everybody because like you said the, he just moves everyone to the front Froning compound or whatever that that whole environment and culture they've built there well if there's more money on the line to professionalize this a little bit more or we can brand these athletes and all that like then that offers that opportunity to other gyms besides Invictus and Mayhem. Yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm fine with the super team idea, but like if you make it at one event, you have to go to the games with that team. It can't be like, oh, well, these three people went individual. So we're just going to pick another three people to do it for them. Mm-hmm. That's, right. that's what they did prior, right? Well, just no, it's what, the way they're doing it now. Like, the, them establishing that rule of January 1, your roster needs to be established and you get one alternate. Like, mm. I like that. Like, I'm, I'm, in, I'm into that rule. So, it's like, I think it's a good, another good way around the, the super team thing. Like, you need to, to, to decide. Yeah. And, like, they just need to put a cutoff in there for, like, when you have to decide. Before the open, before quarters, something like that, you know? Because things are a little ambiguous when you look at that list and you see Lauren Fisher and Andrea Neisler and like you're like, well, what are you, what are you doing? You know, mm-hmm. right? Now I will say, CrossFit Pro V Pro One, they were they were good in all the workouts. They just they're not very strong. So like they're a team that could probably stick with Mayhem, but I don't think anybody's beating Mayhem. Yeah, there's zero chance. Yeah, I think I, I think the games are Mayhem's to lose basically. But because I was going through all the, the, the competitive teams on that board, I was clicking on it and, and checking out the rosters, you know, and seeing what seeing if anybody's fielding anything that looks like a super team, you know, or, or something that can, you know, go rounds with mayhem. And there was some teams I'm like, I recognize one or two, yeah. but, you know, that, that that's about it, you know. 
So whereas Mayhem, you recognize all four names. Yeah, except well, for the Ch- Chase Hill guy. He, I don't think he's ever done much, but yeah. Well, I, I think the Mayhem names are just more recognizable too because Mayhem is more of a recognizable brand. Like yeah, but Taylor Williamson and Andrew Nisler are both fucking beasts, and they had nothing to do with Mayhem before this year. <laughs> yeah, they were on what was it OC three? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So. Are they are they competing this year? On OC3? Mayhem? Oh, are you no, OC three? No, OC3. I don't see. So. Yeah. yeah, I don't see. I don't see them. Like I, I didn't. I didn't see. I don't know if they were still because uh, normally i mean they would normally shake things up in the team competition they they normally weren't something to they beat shake them at road. they yeah. beat yeah. mayhem but at they, the, at they the were legit. Mm-hmm. but um yeah so back to the super team like i think that was one thing that kind of was i see what they're they were going for with with switching things back to the affiliate cup i think it was a swing and a miss on what they were trying to accomplish there uh, personally, because I think it was at the detriment of the sport being as entertaining. And mm-hmm. I don't think it really did that much for the affiliates that want to participate more. Yeah. But because uh, the, the team version, like the team games are very entertaining, especially with the two male, two female format they adopted. And now it's just like, I don't know, maybe when Mayhem is like no longer involved or they that dynasty is over, like maybe then it'll be pretty entertaining. but. Now they've really kind of cemented that the good athletes go individual, the weaker athletes go team. Yep. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking it was going to swing the other way for a little bit, and then it completely went back to individual. 100%. 2019, like you said, it looked like that that pendulum was kind of shifting. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, this might go like 50-50. That's because all (laughs) the people that were like did really well in the open just couldn't like cut it at like the semifinals or regionals. They're like, all right, we're just gonna go team. But you, yeah, but that like you also had a lot. You also had a lot of like big name people who were just like, well, I just want to be team this year. Like you had, yeah, like I, Alex, you had like Alex Smith and Spiegel and all them. They were like, Camille, ah, just be team. Camille yeah, like, went, went Camille, went like, it just yeah, just something fun to do. And yeah. it kind of seemed like the pendulum was swinging where it was gonna be. Oh shit, team is gonna be where it's at now. Yeah. So that's kind of disappointing to kind of, to see that sort of uh, sort of walk away, you know. Yeah. So I'll keep an eye on. I, I definitely will keep an eye on that. I I would really I. It's not going to be in, in, in immensely entertaining, but I do want to watch team this year at the games. It's, so. it's hard though because like they're so overshadowed. So it's like, like you don't even, you can't even make time to watch. Like, do they even film those? Do they air those? Yeah, they normally do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're just. They're like weird time slots. Like the team, yeah. the team events will be at like eight a.m. Gotcha. Yeah, and, uh, in nineteen they they aired team events, and the cool thing about the team stuff is like it it offers like a different kind of creativity. Mm-hmm. Like the big bobs, the big bob sled, the kit carry, mm-hmm. um, obviously the worm, like the uh, those big like um, those like cart things. You know what I'm talking about? Like they remember they did it at Rogue, like and they I've yeah. seen them before. It's like not a sled, but it's like a heavy cart you have to push and mm-hmm. you can put sandbags on there. And I think that stuff is really, really entertaining as well. Mm. I think team, like just by itself, is that more entertaining than individual because you can do so much more. Yeah. Like you were saying, it's just, you can only do so many things with one person. Right. It's like, so. I was thinking about that watching the games the other day. And I was like, at the end of the day, I'm watching this. And obviously, I'm about as big of a CrossFit nerd as it's going to get. 
you know, but I'm like, when I'm watching most of these events, I don't particularly enjoy watching the event. I enjoy the theater of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like the storylines and like a lot of these events, it's like, once you get past a certain point, your, your eyes kind of glaze over and you're like, I just want to know who did what. Like it's like just skip to the end. I want I want to know who finished where on a lot of the stuff. Whereas yeah, you want to watch, watch if like No Olsen crashed and burned or yeah. James, James Newberry went out so hot that he can't even move his legs <laughs> like that that kind of stuff. Right, and you're like it's it's like as it turns out, it's actually not that entertaining to watch people sit on a rower and do hang cleans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas like it does feel like a lot of time with team, there's a little bit more of like a story within the the story that can be a little bit yeah. more entertaining. Story and a spectacle because they right. can do a lot more stuff. Dinner and a show, you know. <laughs> so, you know, speaking of super uh, teams. So on to the, the prompt I sent you guys uh, earlier this week. So uh, this was it last week. Was it last week? I should have done more research on the actual soccer part of this. <laughs> uh, I'm not a huge, not a huge uh, football fan. Um, earlier this week, the international ruling body of uh, in uh, in. European soccer, uh, some of the mo- the mo- the twelve most valuable teams in Europe sort of branched away from their league uh, to start their own super valuable team. So, uh, I sent the prompt to you guys this week: if CrossFit was going to adopt the same sort of idea, right? So, like I said, Jeff Bezos gets involved uh, with CrossFit. He becomes a crazy huge fan, and he goes. I'm going to invest a billion dollars into a CrossFit league and each athlete gets a $10 million a year salary. So we get whoever we want, right? So this is the long-winded prompt of if CrossFit was going to start a super league, we'll say eight males, eight females on each side, who would you build that league with for the eight and eight most valuable and marketable males and females? All right, I'll go, my, I'll go with my men first. I'll go with my all men. Right, all right, all right so obviously Fraser and Froning, I'm sure every one of us has them. I, so I went, oh, ben, I went Ben Smith. All right. Jason Kalipa. Okay. Josh Bridges. Chris Spieler. Noah Olson. And Chandler Smith. Oh, shout out. Shout out for the Chris Spieler. So seven, <laughs> seven out of eight, seven out of eight are because of body of work. Chandler Smith, because I just think he's a cool guy to like put mm. on camera. And so you want to see basically like, uh, like a, like a the Rogue Legends event, basically. Yeah. Well, like dude. more just like a like a Hell showcase yeah, type deal. It's like if you're gonna. So if I thought of it as like, all right, if somebody's gonna buy CrossFit and put it out in front of it for the entire world to see, who do I want to see on the floor, mm-hmm. like marketing CrossFit? You know what I mean? Sure. Absolutely. Either Chris Spiller would finish last place in every yeah. single event. Yeah, it totally was, fine. Not not the fittest people in the world in 2021, but right, the, the ones that I thought would represent it the best. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. Here are my men: <laughs> Matthew Frazier, <laughs> Justin Medeiros, Matt Chan, Noah Olson, Pat Vellner, Chandler Smith, Easy Muhammad. Scott Panchik. No, Easy Muhammad. Easy Muhammad. You cannot put Easy Muhammad in this. What the hell is he doing? He's the man. (laughs) What the? I told you guys. I had. I told you guys. Had a Lone Ranger in there. I need to know why you put him there, though. Like, what is your reason, dude? The guy's awesome. 
You wouldn't. He's a great personality. Kyle's yeah, super awesome. nice, super fit guy. Why not? Why not? Uh, great on camera. He's we'll hilarious. Do. I'm just gonna put him like his, nothing his you're highlight. saying is is wrong, Roby. No, nothing. Tape, I don't disagree with a word you're saying about him. His highlight tape, tape when we when we reel these athletes out, just gonna be him flopping in the water on a paddle. That's board. Fu- see and and <laughs> he'll resonate with the viewers because <laughs> they'll be like, I'd be doing the same thing, bro. Yeah. So um, I'm sure I am curious though. I'm not, I'm, and I'm not even asking to be a dick. Uh, what was the impetus for, of all the sort of legends athletes? Uh, why did you go Chan? After watching him on the Titan games. Oh, good like call. I was like, about the Titan good call, after watching dude, him on the Titan dude. games, give, I was I'll like, give you that. Like Matt Chan would be perfect because people on there, people on, after watching him on the Titan games were like, oh, I got to check this CrossFit thing out because if this made this guy like this, Right. Yeah, that's a good so, call. That that was my thought process yeah. there. He's like 39 and jacked and doing like uh like super marathon bike rides and mm. like cross country skiing and yeah. still a firefighter. That dude's a badass. Say all, say all while working full time as a firefighter. Yeah, and going on like super hunts, right? He like kills yeah. a, a 800 pound elk and carries it back on his like on his back. Doesn't even gut it, just like picks it up. And... <laughs> yeah. Maniac. Yeah, no, that's a good call though. I, I I totally forgot about the Titan Games thing, which is going to make mine look even better. So, <laughs> um, so for my so there's a couple that I'm no I'm surprised you guys didn't mention. So for my males, I went Fraser naturally, uh, Froning naturally. Okay, uh, I'm also on the Chandler Smith train. Uh, I think that guy's incredibly entertaining. Um, I went Fikowski Belner because. Uh, guilty pleasure of mine is uh, their little bromance together. Uh, yeah, man, if we could just get them on camera together all the time, they're yeah. wonderful. Velner <laughs> TV or uh, Fakowski was on my original list, but I crossed them off. Yeah, I just love how those two together are so goofy and they have such an awesome they're like uh, they're like Brady and Gronk of, of, of <laughs> CrossFit. Um, so then I had a couple of wild cards on here of guys that aren't really current athletes that I think would market super well. Uh, I went Josh Bridges just because people just love that guy like so much. Um, Ricky Garrard, which I'm surprised Ooh. none of you guys thought of. If you want to make this, this league entertaining, you know, yeah. and then uh, my final, I was trying to think like, we got to go totally like different, like again to make we want we want this to make money right so who is a freak show athlete that is not involved in CrossFit that could also like kind of use the money right now and Adrian Peterson I was wondering if you're going to go in another league yeah of course I was going I was sort of trying to think like you know LeBron hey LeBron don't have time for that ten million dollars that's like that's like that's his a, like Dogecoin stock that's that's his yeah. Tuesday man. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's pointless for him. Big. So I'm saying yeah. Adrian Peterson is what? All of what? Six feet tall, 5'10", something like that. Still could compete in CrossFit. He's out of the NFL at this point, so he'll, he'll want that money. And probably the biggest physical freak show I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, man, now you got me thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I told you guys, have fun with it, and you have access to could, anybody. <laughs> could be a completely different podcast would be. What NFL players would do well in CrossFit? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So it'd be a total different segment. Uh, Yo, I'm yeah, going, I, right. 
we could have made the entire, this entire list could have just been athletes in other sports. To yeah. Be honest, right? yeah. You know, if, if I'm going and if one NFL player right now, going Tyreek Hill. Oh yeah, that's another great one, of course. <laughs> yeah, respect. Yeah, yeah. I, I get the sensation Tyreek Hill would be better a better weightlifter. Like I feel like he would just move better. Like, yeah. Um. All right. Well, what oh, you got, Ro- Roby? Roby you- Roby's got to throw out an NFL name. Yeah. Oh God. Or just another oh, yeah. sport, at least. Putting you on the spot. Another sport. Uh, I don't know. I could see Manny Machado being somewhat decent at CrossFit. Machado. I could see him being somewhat decent at it. Dude's a good athlete. He, he doesn't have the knees for it, man. I'm also <laughs> on the spot right now, so I'm not, I, I can't think about it right now. All right. No, well, let's go to uh, our women. Let's go to our women. This was a little harder for me. Christian McCaffrey. He'd be good at CrossFit, too. He was originally on my list. I took him off. In, he would be good at CrossFit. In favor of Peterson. I was trying but to think what his name was, but I couldn't he remember got the it. bag, though. He doesn't need this. <laughs> All right. doesn't matter. I'll go my women first. All right, who are you on? Thor's daughter, David's daughter, Sigmund's daughter. Right off the okay. bat, all the Iceland chicks. Toomey, Briggs, okay. Camille. Mm. And I went with uh, Car Saunders. Mm-hmm. My last one, Brooke Ends. Ah, you took mine. <laughs> <laughs> you took mine, dude. I, I thought I was going to go totally off the reservation with that one. I, w- I wrote that down like four minutes ago. Hmm. <laughs> I just thought of a new one. She's easily the most entertaining and easily the worst athlete on that list. <laughs> yeah, I she's suppose the, you're right. She's got the mouth for it. Yeah. Uh, Every right, sport needs a villain. Uh, I had Tia Toomey, Brooke Wells, Car Saunders, Haley Adams. I'm going to throw this one. I literally just thought of this one. I think you put the Williams sisters in here. God damn, dude. That's all like, I had that one too. Freaks. <laughs> you put the Williams sisters in here. So there's two uh, Emma Carey and Danny Spiegel. Nice. Yeah. The, the women were harder because extremely hard. It's like CrossFit's a really cool sport in the sense that women. I think are kind of put on that same level as men in terms of the way they're marketed, the way they're branded, like they're paid exactly the same. The viewership is probably, I would imagine is exactly the same. If anything, women have a higher participation in like the open. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no men usually, didn't we just talk about that on the podcast? Men usually have a higher participation in the open than women do. I think so. Yeah. But I would say there's Not probably much, more though. females that do CrossFit than males. I would imagine. So, uh, but anyway, so I digress. Um, I went Sigmund's daughter, David's daughter, because um, they're so easily marketable. Tia, of course. Um, Haley Adams, she was kind of my, I guess I'll throw her in there. I'm very surprised you put her on the list. Yeah, Well, me I too. actually <laughs> liked your Camille pick. I, I, that was a good one. Um, I thought about Valenzuela just because I she's probably my all-time favorite because <laughs> yeah. she's, such a savage. Um, uh, then I went Brooke Wells. Um, Shouts. People love her. Um, Brooke Entz, uh, same deal, entrepreneur. She's kind of like transcended CrossFit at this point. You know, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm Movie not a big star. fan of her at all, but she can she can be an entertaining watch for a lot of people. You know. Yeah. Um, was who dunk? Did, did you guys both say Danny Spiegel? I didn't say Danny Spiegel. You said, said Danny Spiegel. 
I said Spiegel because, like, your Titan Games thing definitely yep. yeah, hit home, too. So she's got, like, uh, almost a million followers. She's obviously mm. a beautiful woman. Um, and she's good, too. She's not, like, she's not a scrub, yeah. you know? Yeah, um, she's, good she's legit. And then my total wild card one I threw in here that I would want to see is uh, Gabby Douglas. Oh, shit. The gymnast. Gymnast. Yeah. Yes. You so, could put any of them in, man. Any of those U.S. gymnasts, man. But might as I well thought just about put putting... the best one ever in. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I had I had like a a little. I had Maddie Rogers down because she has like a CrossFit background, kind of. Yeah. I had her down. Um, you could go. Uh, that's it. Steffi Cohen. I mentioned her before. Oh She's yeah, good. that is a good, uh, one. Yeah. good one to put on there. That is a good one. Oh yeah, that, that would have been a good call. Though, Maddie Rogers, though, she's a weightlifter, but I'm not completely certain she would, like, walk away with the weightlifting events. Yeah, she would. Yeah, isn't I mean, she, isn't her clean in the Did you just see her at Pan Ams? Is she I mean, clean she just, in the 300s? I think so. She just cleaned 309 at Pan Ams. Did she get it overhead? Yeah. I stopped following Maddie Rogers on, on Instagram, so. She's a very uh, boring yeah. follow. Yeah, I mean. You know, a lot of the weightlifters sound like great follows on Instagram, and then you follow like her, or, like Catherine Nye, or anything, you're like, every video is just you doing snatches and cleaning jerks. Like, it's like it's you got to appreciate it though because it's like she's just doing, she's just putting up the weightlifting. She's not doing anything else to like endorse her page. Like she could do all true. the all the shoots or whatever she wanted to. Yeah. But right, and weightlifting videos. It's just her personal stuff too. Like she's just putting up stuff yeah. she's doing with her fiance and. Yeah, like I, I think that's cool for someone who has probably a hundred thousand five. I don't know, probably a hundred thousand followers or whatever, to just be like, nah, I'm not gonna sit here and cater and pretend that I'm a celebrity. Like I just lift weights and hang out with my fiance and my kids. My my, uh, like, my point though is, so she, you said she hit three hundred nine. I'm yeah. off the top of my head. I am almost certain there are women clean and jerking three hundred pounds. Like off the top of my head, um, Colleen Foch. If she's not at 300, she's close. Yeah. You know what I mean? This isn't gonna, a criticism to your call. I'm just, I'm just talking about yeah. like just in general. I'm not, I'm not being critical at all of, of that no, 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 no. at all. I'm just saying, like, I think if you actually put her into CrossFit, like she's not going to be hitting 309. Her advantages the, over the field aren't as big as you think that they should be. That's that's my point yeah. I'm making is like, okay, now that you have to start doing like in row interval repeats mm-hmm. and you have to do Murph. And we, ha- you have to learn how to do like walk on, or she's actually amazing at walking on her hands, but you said yeah, like, she's a freak. Yeah. all of a sudden that, and, and your clean and jerk isn't in the controlled environment of a weightlifting meet. Like mm. I don't see her, like she would definitely take a step back as far as the weightlifting stuff goes. No. If she decided to make that transition. Yeah. You know, like I'm pretty sure Fraser did. Fraser was training the OT- OTC. Do you think he was hitting the same, the same lifts in CrossFit as he was when he was a full-time weightlifter? No, I don't, absolutely I don't think not. So. But Fraser's also different, though, because, like, he stopped doing Olympic weightlifting at, like, I guess not really. because he, yeah, he went through college. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I take that back. It is It is an interesting thought, though, to even, like, like um, there's, I mean, there's tons of weightlifters out there that it's, like, you'd be a really interesting individual to watch switch to the CrossFit world. Mm-hmm. You know, the oh, yeah. like the interesting oh. thing with, with Maddie Rogers is she seems to be a little bit taller and she's definitely pretty lean. Mm-hmm. So she would probably translate 
decently well. So you could take she, half of the NFL and, and convert them, and they'd probably yeah. – you'd find 100 people that could beat some of mm. these guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure Maddie Rogers did do CrossFit for a short time. She did. Yeah, she yeah. did. Yeah. So Steffi Cohen. So, so, I think yeah. they all started out kind of there. Yeah, she's kind of, I mean, she's kind of, she's kind of like, a, like a Jess Franklin too. Like she started in CrossFit and then was like, eh, I just like lifting weights. I'm going to be an Olympic weightlifter now. Yeah, that's kind of the beautiful thing about what CrossFit has done that nobody gives them credit for is, uh, hey, weightlifters, uh, just so you know, the only reason you're getting paid to, like, coach weightlifting or the reason people are even watching your meets, you can thank CrossFit. And I'll, I'll argue with any weightlifter about that. Oh, that's true. I never watched a weightlifting clip until I started doing CrossFit. I mean, if the Olympics were on and I just happened to be on that channel that had weightlifting – I would be like, oh, that's pretty neat. You know, I will but say, I, this, I, though, but, I, but like, I never sought it out, dude. I I love watching yeah. Basha do his his fucking. Oh Olympic god, list. Jesus! Guy, man. You know who we're talking about? Lasha. I don't even know his fucking last name. No, the I don't big. Know. I, he, you'd re, you'd recognize him. The dude can clean like almost six hundred pounds. Uh, he sna- snatches like I think he just hit like four forty one. Yeah, his big, total big, is big, big guy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, looks like he weighs about four hundred plus pounds. Yeah. Yeah, His total is almost about. is almost 500 kg. Like yeah. the only guy I've ever seen that bends a bar when he snatches. Yeah, yeah, he's a <laughs> monster, dude, and he's just uh, so flexible. His like, max lift looked exactly the same as his warm up lift. Well, apparently, there's been talks that uh, they're going to take weightlifting out of the Olympics. Have you heard this? I Why? heard it with wrestling, but I didn't hear about it with weightlifting. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, I heard wrestling too, which is crazy. Re- that was when the Olympics were like. Founded was wrestling, right? That was years I ago. I, I can't even understand the justification like, for it. That was years ago that I heard that. This was this was like yeah. early 2010s, I think, that I started. No, 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 no. That's I heard that's a, like a done deal. Like wrestling. I just that's when I like I heard about it like like 2012 when they were like started talking about it. Because yeah. I remember hearing about this when Chance Marsteller was like the hot hot topic in wrestling. So and he was like, "I'm going to the games and whatever year it was." So, mm. Well, the, but yeah, uh, I've Olympics. heard about them removing weightlifting from the from the Olympics, and it's like <sighs> to make room for what? They got some weird ass events that they, they like, like interpretive dance is an event yeah, now. No one cares about. Like yeah, ping pong this is a, an hour long conversation by itself. Yeah, right. But uh, like with weightlifting, it's like there has to be some sort of a strength sport in the in the Olympics, in my opinion. Like, oh, yeah. There should there should be some kind of a strength sport. So okay, if you take the snatch and clean and jerk out, okay. I, I to a degree I kind of get it. It's like a lot of athletes go for a sport that is very very boring to watch. And you know who's going to win before like you you watch it, right? Yeah. So like to a degree I get it, but I just like I don't I they should at least put powerlifting or strongman or CrossFit or something in there. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Yeah, you got to have a, a true like strength sport in there. Just put Mortal Kombat in there, dude. I mean, Just they have fights, combat sports. Fights to the death. Did I oh. detect a segue there? I was trying, man. I was trying. <laughs> I'm just sto- I'm just stoked to talk about the movie. Yeah. All right, all right, Roby. Well, then you go first. You give us your rundown. Of Mortal Kombat. I loved every minute of it. I thought it was amazing. I loved the little 
tips of the hat, little nods to the – because, I, I mean, I played most of the Mortal Kombat games growing up and have played some of the recent ones. <clears throat> so just the fun little, like, nods that they did to the fans of the game. This, this movie was not made for the general public. It was not made for, like, winning Oscars. It was made for fans of the game to just sit back and enjoy it. It's, what, like 105 minutes of just, like, pure fun. There's no bullshit to it. There's no fluff to it. It's just fun as hell. That movie is two hours long. Oh, it's a two hour. Well, see, I didn't even think it was two hours. So there you go. Yeah. Like, that's because that movie could have been four. It could have been as long as the Snyder Cut. And I would have been like, this is amazing. The movie should have been as long as the Snyder Cut. <laughs> they should they should release the Snyder Cut of Mortal Kombat right, and then get rid of the Snyder Cut. All right. So the fight scenes were great, even though I thought they were all too short. <laughs> um, other than that, the movie was kind of garbage. What? Wow. wow. There was no plot. No plot. There was no plot. There was no plot. Like, what? The movie's called Mortal Kombat, but we just got the the outer world sneaking into places and just assassinating people. There's yeah, there's no Mortal it's, Kombat. There's no tournament. It's called it's called there's setting no up tournament. for a sequel. Dunk. There's yeah, no tournament. Dude. So I got to watch a, a a two hour prequel. No. Yeah, dude. No. Yeah, I mean, awesome. yeah. no plot. No plot. Acting was hot garbage. Like Liu oh Kang. Where did they Where did they find Liu Kang, man? Where Where did he Where did they hire him from? Okay, like I, I could have done that. You, one. I will. I will cede to you. Liu Kang did suck. Liu Kang could have been, and Liu Kang's like supposed to be one of the main characters. I thought that the I original thought, Mortal Kombat was better. Wait, what did you about, just say? I thought about the original no Mortal Kombat was better. The original, like from 1995. Yeah. Yes. I'm I'm booting you from this this Zoom call. Kick him. <laughs> that Ban was him. the most ridiculous <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I thought the get Bayless. Yo, Goro was supposed to be this badass, and he was in the movie for like four minutes. Because they introduced so many other different bosses from other yeah. games. Goro's just a boss in the game. Yeah, he needed more. They could have had Malouch. Like he, he had. He you don't had like nothing. the movie because there wasn't enough Goro in it. No, that's just that's just one of the reasons. <laughs> that's just one of the reasons. Dude, so you're out of your mind. <laughs> Dude, this movie was awesome. I thought the cost. I thought the costume design was sick. Like special effects were awesome. The guy that played Kano is going to get snubbed at the Oscars for best supporting actor. He was like, top. yeah, dude. K- uh, Kano was like Robin Williams in Good Morning Vietnam. He just stole the movie. Yeah, like he had like eight minutes of screen time and crushed <laughs> it. Like, he had eight minutes of screen time and he knew it. So like he was going for it. That's fine, dude. No, I'm, yeah, I'm Kano, with you. A uh, uh, shout out to Bill Simmons. He got the Dion Waiters Award. <laughs> <laughs> yeah shout out to the rewatchables uh, um don't plug that I thought, podcast on our podcast <laughs> we can't have people going to that podcast <laughs> well it's fine because we because we release ours on different days it's fine i was listening to something i was listening to something yesterday and i thought it was funny the best backstory of the whole movie the most backstory we got was about scorpion's little garden tool that he uses as a knife yeah, I'm for that. Like, we had no characters. None of them had any backstories. It was. No, I'm sorry. Did you I mean? want? Did you want an origin movie of the characters from Mortal Kombat? I'm so glad they didn't waste my time with that. Yeah, that's why I didn't like the Snyder cut because I didn't care about the origin story. So you just don't like, like 
Well, that's it. You don't like, like in-depth movies. They like give no, but like give, it, give some sort of background. But now, but they set up for the sequel now. Like now, we got to go get Johnny Cage. Like now, we got to go to Hollywood. And my God, if they get the Miz, I'm not watching it. <laughs> That'd be amazing. So I could see note, them getting, uh, getting note, the guy I that get, played Thad Castle. Uh, I get two celebrity doppelgangers in uh, from people semi regularly, and one of them is the Miz. <laughs> I get semi-regularly people tell me like anyone ever told you you look like the Miz and then I don't talk to that person anymore but <laughs> I would enjoy him as Johnny Cage but uh no that movie I I as soon as I saw it I was just like no notes dude like I uh I enjoyed every I couldn't stop watching it was like it was just so it was it never slowed down first of all there I totally disagree I think there was there was a semblance of a script to follow. And oh. uh, I'm all about the fact that they just like OP'd, uh, they like OP'd Sub-Zero. And like they made the movie, like a big part of the movie, like the Sub-Zero versus Scorpion, like plot mm-hmm. line. Like they did give you the background on like why Sub-Zero and Scorpion hate each other. And their battle, their fight at the end did not disappoint. It was amazing. And so I was good. like worried that they were like, gonna turn scorpion like into like a good guy it was like no he's still a bad guy he just hates sub-zero more than other people yeah like he just he came up from hell just to finish what he started and he's like see ya yeah back to hell like i'll be back i'll be back uh i don't know whenever dude that scene when sub-zero walks in and like the mist is coming behind him Mm -hmm. and he just kills a bunch of people with ice was sick dude give me give me Give me goosebumps. I hope in the sequel the they were have great man. It was. Just I hope in the sequel they have Cyber Sub Zero. That'd be sick. But like, didn't take itself too seriously, but still took itself kind of seriously. There was all the tips of the cap to the fans. Like I thought it was it was awesome. Is yeah. is Cole an actual character in the games? That was the question I had. I don't think so. But what do you know? He's over? not. So yeah, this, is, not. this is what I would have said would have made the movie better. Get rid of that character altogether and just make the play the actor that played Cole Liu Kang, and then I can get behind it. We don't have forty Too minutes. Tall. Of, we don't have forty minutes of Cole and his family just being there. I buy that, but it, I, I think I the, buy the thought process might have been a shorter movie too. Like we we introduce a new champion into it, like into the because that, because that, that's kind of what you are in the game, right? Sometimes like you are the new guy coming in. I get it. Yeah. But, so and it's sort like, of it's injecting like we introduced... some fresh blood into the yeah. into the franchise. So because... I, didn't like they, I didn't like how they set him up. It was just like it's like oh you are the great descendant of uh, Scorpion. You're a bad fighter. You just happen to have a tattoo. You train. You quit. And then up oh, here comes Goro. And now you got your powers. Well, yeah, because he had to unlock his his. Oh, I don't know, he was just Cora. He's a quitter, man. <laughs> No, he just yeah. never had. He never had anything. He to trained fight for, for five minutes, bro. He trained for five minutes and quit. <laughs> never had anything to fight for. He was defending his family. I buy. I, I'm, I'm buying what Dunk is saying. I see what you're saying too, Roby. Like I'm I don't not. Disagree I don't with buy you. anything Duncan says. It's full of shit. <laughs> I, I get. I, I do think you're probably right. If you kind of take him out of the movie entirely and just make him Liu Kang, um, I think it's pretty awesome. I was kind of pissed. I, I don't know if it's like a. 
I don't know if it was like a nod to the games or not, but like when they killed uh Shung Lao, I was like, oh man, I liked him. He was cool. And he had that crazy that, fatality. No, I mean he's awesome. like he's still in the games, but like but yeah, that's like his big fatality. his like main fatality is the the table saw. Yeah, that was like, sweet. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was all ready for that chick to come in and just like start messing people up and then she just got sawed in half. Dude, Nakira's pointless. She's like the most useless character. I, but it was a deep cut bringing her in, though. Like I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, I was like, I was like, that's pretty impressive. And then they killed her off right away. And I was like, oh, okay, well that makes sense. <laughs> well, I then I think it's it's pretty fair to say that uh, general consensus, Mortal Kombat was amazing. Two out of three. <laughs> Two out of three stars. <laughs> from the, the part of my jerk stamp of approval. <laughs> <laughs> I give it the stamp of approval on entertainment value on as far as like yeah. a good movie goes. But that's what I'm saying. Sure. In terms of just pure entertainment, like the mm-hmm. best movie like that I've seen in like years. Just, yeah, it was it just, just needed, it just needed a little bit more meat. Well, the sequel might have some more meat. I hope so. Maybe, maybe yeah. I'll enjoy it more. If the might Miz comes on, there's gonna be plenty of meat. <laughs> and with that, thank you for listening today, everybody. <laughs> uh, please make sure you go follow our Instagram, follow our Facebook. Check us out on YouTube, and we will see you guys very soon for our next conversation. Uh, Later.